Hi, this is Steve Erspringer, and you're listening to Worshiping God, God's Way. And we were talking about the difference between praise and worship. And I think the last thing we mentioned was if a person thinks that praise is worship, they will most likely enjoy the courts of the Lord and the excitement that they find in that congregational setting while the holy moments, the one that Mary found at the feet of Jesus, that could possibly go unnoticed and they could might not ever get to that place. And the problem is, is that if they believe praise is worship, they most likely won't ask the question, when can we worship? Do we get to worship him? Or are we just going to praise him and just stay in the courts of the Lord with everyone? But before I go on with this chapter, I am going to point out something that a scripture that really applies to worship and praise. It's in Matthew 15, verses 7 through 9. And Jesus quotes this verse from Isaiah. He says, You hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you when he said, This people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And on top of this, he says, In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Now, Jesus, he quotes this verse from Isaiah. This verse isn't just about the Israelites. It's not just about that situation that was taking place when this prophetic word comes and is written in Isaiah. He's also applying it to everyone. He applies it to us. And he says, so you could say, you know, you guys, he, he could look at us and say, hey, you guys, you honor me with your lips. And what he's meaning by that is the lips which praise me. Your lips, the words that you're saying, you're, you're honoring me with those words. It sounds wonderful, but your hearts, they're really far from me. I'm not sensing that your heart is in this place, but I'm hearing these words that sound like you're honoring me. And then he says this, he says, and in vain, you worship me, but it's really just teaching doctrines that you think are true and you just make it up and you call it a commandment of God and a commandment for a man to follow. He says, but this worship word that Jesus uses in verse nine, it isn't prosukoneo that he's talking about. He's not saying to them, in vain do you bow down before me, licking the master's hand and kissing me. The word he uses for worship is sabeo. It's it's a word that literally means to shrink back, to be religious. And he says that in reference to the word before it, because the verse before it, he just underlines the the specific thing about hearts being far from me. He said, in vain, you do all this in vain because you're shrinking back from me. You're not focusing on me. I'm not the main main person here. You've released that and now you're being religious. When we talk about praise and we look at what we have in front of us today, in this time in history, we have a praise band, we have a stage, we have great singers, 
we have visual aids that are incredibly amazing looking. There's a lot of time and effort that goes into creating that moment that they present the songs and all the words, and they present the things that they're going to offer to the Lord as praise. It's a package, and it's very, very effective. When you see it, you go, wow, that's pretty amazing. But in the midst of this cautionary purpose, there's a cautionary thing here I want you to hear, is that if you get more involved in what you're seeing, if you're more excited about the leader on the guitar, you get really excited about the guy's voice or the woman's voice, you can't believe all the, how cool it looks, and you're caught up in that. There is the possibility that your hearts are going to be drawn towards that more than it is towards Jesus. It's just human nature when we see things like that are sound and color and movement and energy are human beings, the things inside of us, the humanness in us, we're drawn to that. And we can be pulled into something thinking that this is all about Jesus. Now, that's what was happening in this verse, because Jesus is saying, you know, these people, you guys, you honor me with your lips. What you're saying sounds honorable. What you're doing looks honorable. But Jesus digs in deep and he says, but your hearts, where are your hearts in all this? If that song leader wasn't standing up there, if they weren't holding a guitar, if the, if the screens were turned off and the lights were turned off and all was just a, a one room and a bunch of chairs and 25 people or 100 people and there's no sound system and no microphones, what would your heart be saying? Would you be praising at that moment, at that depth? Would you be going after Jesus with that intensity and all that strength? Only you can answer that. You see, people, they will still teach the rules of Christianity even though their hearts aren't in it. There are churches today and leaders today that stand up and preach the word and they're talented and they've learned their craft. But outside of that pulpit, there are a lot of things going on that is not something Jesus would be proud of. And that really reflects on their heart, where their heart is. Even though we know the difference between praise and worship, if you know the difference, even in that, you have to be careful that your heart doesn't shrink away, shrink back from the truth. You know, it's not just about praise. This verse talks about the person's lips, the praise that they offer, the words that they say. Well, worship could be the same thing. You could be throwing yourself to the ground, and but in the back of your mind, you're not doing it in truth. You're just doing it for some other motive, some other reason. Maybe your friend's doing it, so you do it. There's all these things that come into play. But the point of this verse is, and it relates to worship and praise, is that it needs to be true. Your praise needs to be true. Your worship needs to be true. That word aletheus, the actual occurrence of the word, that needs to be there. So the goal is, whether it's praise or worship, it's to draw close it's to be a real person before the Lord. Now, I want to give you just one last little thought, and that is 
if you don't believe or don't want to accept that praise and worship are two different things, there will be, at some point, there'll be a conflict, there'll be a decision, there'll be something that you'll have to decide on what you're going to do. If you're going to praise the Lord and that's good enough as far as you go, you just want to hear the sermon and move on, that's fine. Or if you're just wanting to just play because you're the musician, you want to play, you want to lead, you want to do the praise and direct the praise, but you don't want to worship, that puts you in a vulnerable place and your heart will be challenged. Jesus is good about challenging our hearts. It's happened to me more than once, and I've had to wrestle with it, and I realize the truth in it, but he's going to say the same thing to you. You know, where is the truth in this? 